Welcome to Wrestling is Hard, where every side is the dark side of the Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at hard number four wrestling. Email questions and complaints at wrestlingishard at gmail.com. Subscribe to our YouTube cha- uh, channel. Is it a channel? Yes, our page, YouTube channel. Uh, wrestling is Hard Production. I'm Jim. All right, here we go. As promised, our Wrestling is Hard round robin tournament. 64 wrestlers have been selected. We 68. Actually, wrestlers. we got how many wrestlers? So, real quick, a couple of playing games. We got playing games. We got two playing games. So, real quick, I'm gonna go through what we picked and why we picked it. Um, we wanted to cover stuff that we normally cover, so AEW, Stardom, New Japan, but then there was some stuff we couldn't ignore. Uh, Roman Reigns is on this list. You know, uh, there's a couple people that are like floating around in the indies. Well, one man in particular that's got like every single fucking title. So we throw him in there. We also eliminated some people, but it wasn't always particularly because we don't like them. But we're kind of doing it like it's sort of storyline based, kind of kayfabe as the wrestlers, as the insider term is. So, like, if you only wrestled six months of the year, but you held three titles, you're going to be in this. Or if you only showed up in September, but you've made a massive impact on the company that you showed up in, you're in this list. That's all there is to it. We couldn't pick everybody, but that's why we have a couple of people that are on the outside trying to play their way in. Much like traditional March Madness, if you're a champion, you get an automatic bid. Right. But for everybody else, if you're Duke, maybe you get to jump jump the line a little bit. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of what we're doing here. Also, um... The way I did it was I took for WWE, I took every current champion as of March 1st. And if I felt and I ran it past you guys, a guy that was champion before that was substantial enough storyline wise or for us, we don't watch WWE, but we're aware of WWE. If we were knowledgeable of what was going on in the storyline with this person, I included them as well. But with AEW, I pretty much included everybody that's been a champ all year, including tag teams and people who have been in, I guess, extended storylines with these people. So they might not have won a title, but they'll still be involved in the storyline. And I did the same thing with New Japan and Stardom as well. Stardom, I pretty much just went with the people that are, um, that have held the title, had the title or have held the title. So... Shall we get started? Oh, by the way, we'll, I will post this list. It'll be a link in our profile on Instagram where it'll just be an unadulterated list, A to Z, alphabetical, that you can see who we selected. Now, I completely randomized this. I didn't want to go through the work of seeding it, and I think it'd be more fun to randomize it. So this is completely random. I ran it through a randomizer. did a lot of work. Now, guys, Brandon, Chris, you can click on your tab and reveal... The results. So it's entire, it's entirely possible that our favorite two could face off early, and yeah, they could be gone, or two people we can't stand. We'd have to pick. I shouldn't one say of. our favorite, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Chris sent us a message, but I couldn't read it. What's it say? <laughs> I was trying to be slick. You were a little crackly. Yeah, that's all. I'll turn uh, I was down trying, my, I was, I'll turn down my gain. I was trying to be slick there, and I couldn't figure out how to do it better. because uh, better is that better? Jimmy's doing yeah, a gainer. Definitely better. Okay. <clears throat> and thanks real quick up front to, to Jim for organizing this because Ooh. 
uh, I wouldn't have done it. I won't speak for Chris, but <laughs> it was no, you can speak for it me. Who has right the fucking time? I, I managed to bang this out pretty quickly, but I ended up getting in a situation because Cheats isn't exactly the best in the world. It's not. It's not Excel. It's knockoff Excel. It kept. I kept plugging in names, and it kept uh, alphabetizing them, and then it would screw up everything I typed out. And I had to redo it. It was a fucking nightmare, but I got to figure it out. Here All we right. go. You want to start this off? Yeah, you guys let's are do open. It. You taking a look? Yeah. We got our uh, 16, 16 members or teams in every single conference. We've got four conferences. We'll go through the conferences and then we will work towards our winner. Let's start with the play, the play-ins. So our first play-in, the winner of this will face in the Poop Pants Conference. We'll face the quote-unquote number one seed. None of these seeds are numbered. Maybe we should cover the four conferences quickly first. Okay, let's do know. that. So uh, in the what would be considered, four. I guess the north, uh, uh, I guess northwest conference, we have the poop pants conference. In honor of all the times we talk about shitting the ourselves. The northwest. There's no northwest. Northwest. Northwest <laughs> Who conference. Cares? According no, to this map, <laughs> the map that it's I have, this is the northwest. It's up and to the left. Up and to the left conference. <laughs> Up and to the left. <laughs> the up and to the left conference? The Alaska conference. Uh, I got the Poop Pants conference in reference to all the times we talk about poopy on the podcast. In the Southwest or California conference, we've got the NFT conference. Just to, to a little shout out to our NFT trading man, Brandon. In our Northeast <laughs> go ahead. You cut me off at any time, man. Uh, In the Northeast Conference, a.k.a. Maine, this is these games are being played in Maine. We got the Wouldn't Recognize Him Shitting in a Trough Next to Me Conference to one of the most historic things Chris said in the last year when referring to who were we talking about? I I can't even. I thought you said it. I have no Uh, idea, dude. I don't remember. We were talking about. Oh, was it uh, Jay Cargill's manager? Yes. 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 It was. Smart Mark Sterling. And then in the Florida playing in Miami, we got the Carney Conference. That's pretty uh, that's pretty uh, spot on for all the weird Carney ass bullshit that happened. Let's start. You ready? Player not playing number one to face. Tournament, but go ahead. You cut out for a minute. Sorry. The Carney Conference. Really, this is just the 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 whole tournament is the Carney Conference, but. Yes. I had to put names on everything, so we'll stick with this forever. We're stuck with these names forever. Um, so here we go. Playing number one to face Sayakami Tani in the first round. Here we go. Brandon, you can go first. We got Orange Cassidy, AW star Orange Cassidy, versus Tetsuya Naito of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Brandon, who you got in this this this? Matchup, a matchup of matchups. Something you wouldn't expect as a play-in. Yeah, look at that. Right off the bat, just to get into it, this is two compelling matchups. Uh, I'm not going to spend too much time divulging early in the tournament here. Go ahead, divulge early, because we're not going to divulge later. When I think of Tetsu Naedo, the first thing I think of is, uh, to no fault of his own, bombing out of the G1 almost instantly. Orange Cassidy, love him or hate him. Indifferent about him, probably the bucket I fall in. It's been a big presence this year. He's he's getting them my play-in vote. There you go. You said uh, Orange Cassidy? Correct. Yes. Chris, Orange Cassidy versus Tetsuya Naito. 
Yeah, I, I got to say I'm in agreement with Brandon here um, for all the same reasons. So let's go Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy. He's in. Yeah, beating multiple-time champ, New Japan champ, Tetsuya Naito. So that leads us to our first-round matchup, Sayakami Tani, the white belt holder of stardom, the Golden Phoenix versus Orange Cassidy. Chris, I'll let you go first this time. So I'm going to go solely based on the fact that uh, this person is a champion and has a fucking awesome nickname that I didn't even know that she had. So let's go Sayakamitani Sayakamitani for the Mm -hmm. win here. I I also don't think Orange Cassidy deserves to get – I don't want to say deserves, but should get out of the first round by any real bracket. He got his win. Let's (laughs) move on. I I mean, I like Orange Cassidy, but I'm going to go with a champ here. I'll go next since Brandon went first last time. Um, Orange Cassidy, a lot of fun. Fun to watch. Won us over over the course of the year. Sayakami Tani called out um, Kota Ibushi to wrestle. She's been a champ for uh, now a few months, but she's been in the champion scene since the beginning of the year and since since uh, March of last year. So i got to go Saya. So that makes your vote not what's, count, Brandon, but go ahead. What's the nickname, Chris? The uh, Golden Phoenix. Golden Phoenix. Ooh. She like a golden, golden Phoenix rising from Arizona. From Arizona. What was our What was our 2020 nickname? Did we have one? Uh, Chris. Chris. This, what was our 2020? Tw- total annihilation. This is 2021. This is total this annihilation. Is total, this is, no, no, no. Sorry. 2020. 2021. 20, yeah, 2021. Right, no, it was no mercy. 2022 is total annihilation. There you go. That's right. So this is the. You know, split this, season between the, the year of no mercy and the year of total annihilation, who were the mm-hmm. winners. So, right. I mean, if you're talking total annihilation, that's that's three for Kamatani. Orange <laughs> Cassidy, you can beat it. <laughs> Next up, our first WWE entrant matchup. We got AW multi-time TV champion, TBS champion, TNT champion, Sammy Guerrera against the woman that he said he would rape. Multiple shit. multiple women's champ, WWE superstar in Star Wars, Sasha Banks. I'll go vote first. This has got to be Sasha Banks because Sasha Banks is in Star Wars. And if you're in Star Wars, you're immediately more relevant than anything WWE has ever done. AEW. Uh, Sasha Banks. Yes. She's in WWE. Oh, I thought I thought you were saying you were taking Star Wars over the entire like, fuck WWE. Who cares about WWE? That's if it. you're in Star Wars, you beat out anybody in AEW. That's if you, what I thought If you're you in saying. WWE, you're more popular than anybody in AEW. If you're in Star Wars, you blow everybody out of the water. Exactly. Right. Uh, Brandon, you're up next. This might be topping uh, my Rey Mysterio's eyeball over the Hanukkah suicide. Probably not not as bad, but I'm going the other way. We're going the TNT champion, two-time TNT champion, Semi Guevara. Semi Guevara. Chris, tiebreaker, who you got? Banks I'm gonna versus take, Guevara. I'm going to take Sammy Guevara and flush him right down the fucking toilet. We're going to go with <laughs> Sasha Banks here. <laughs> he swerved me. Sasha Banks goes through. I'm doing typing. Next up, Serena Deeb. NWA champ, I believe, during the year of No Marseille, as uh, she injured uh, 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 Hikaru Shida's knee, took her out, storyline-wise, 
and uh, she has been dominating ever since. She's always fun to watch versus Mr. John Moxley. Mox returns from rehab just as hot as ever. Go, Mox. Uh, Brandon, you're up. Go ahead. You get first one. Whew. This is an interesting one. Big fan of both of them. Serena Deeb just didn't play the level of competition. Not a fan of her uh, busting up a car to shoot his knee, taking her out for a while. Moxley, they have a wild thing theme. You know, big, big um, come up for John Moxley this year, despite losing the title. And that awkward, I think, would fall in the last calendar year. That Kenny Omega fireworks nightmare. That is he's still but it's he's, okay. He's, he's, it. he's getting out of round one. This is this is top ten PWI guy. I like this. This is it. <laughs> yeah, use storyline, man. Fucking work it into it. Make it fun. Chris, your vote. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I don't. I think we should just move on because I can't see any you John Moxley getting outvoted in the first round for any by anybody. So let's do it. Yeah, I also go with John Moxley. Serena D's been great, but John Moxley's the king. Next up, okay, here's somebody else that shouldn't be voted out in the top round. The uh, multi-time champ or multi-day champ. You know, one interesting before I even go into this, one interesting thing is that it was a lot easier to come up with people like storyline wise in WWE to be involved in this than it was with AW. Once again, one of the things that we talk about on the show is that their champs hold the title forever. So the only people that would qualify are people that lost to people. Well, WWE moves the title around a little bit more and there they could, you know, if we watched them more, I would have included more of them, but here's an example of it. Young bucks, the champ for most of the year of no mercy Versus Brock Lesnar. Chris, you're up first. This is easy for me. Fucking Brock Lesnar. I don't think anything, nothing to me as far as wrestling shows that I do not watch can top Cowboy Brock. The fact that he's actually got a personality of his own right now and it's, it's, he's been gold. So, and the Young Bucks have been doing the same thing for 105 years. So I'm kind of over it. Um, so even though the Young Bucks had that awesome match in the cage, I'm going with Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar's been a fucking gem. I am also going for Brock. I don't really need to explain it. The guy's a fucking superstar. Brandon, any thoughts on this before we move on? Yeah, I think not just in the ring, but outside of the ring, too. Brock Lesnar's showing his personality this year. And uh, I'm thinking of like the Pat McAfee interview where he was like saying, he's like, somebody's got to fucking step up in this company. Just him cutting loose to that point does more for pro wrestling than any Young Bucks match, in my opinion. But what about the stars, Brandon? Yeah, what about the stars? <laughs> Next up. Chris Jericho. He was fat. He was bloated. He's lost some weight. Looks a lot better now. Most of the year of No Marseille, he had No Marseille on his liver versus the <laughs> champion the Red Belt champion, one of the best story lo- stories of the year of No Marseille, Siri of Stardom. Um, whose turn is it? Oh, it's my turn. Well, you know I'm going to go with Siri just because I'm biased towards women's wrestling. So I'm, there you go. That's my reason. I don't really have to argue. Uh, uh, Brandon, your thoughts? Yeah, up and down here for Jericho, for sure. Barely snuck in here. But I'm taking him to advance uh, with my vote. I think he turned it around here at the end, had enough of a presence that I can't see him getting knocked out in round one. The people still sing Judas. Yep, Judas in my mind. Uh, Chris? 
So uh, Chris Jericho um, fell into a bunch of boxes and we saw it uh, and then threatened to make sure that people didn't get hired because they made fun of it. So I think I'm going to have to go with Siri on this one because Jericho was not a great human being while he was. I'm starting to think that like he's kind of almost become enjoyable again since he's been thinner. I think that motherfucker was hitting the booze like like we're joking around about it. But I think his attitude over the past year has been such shit that I think we're 100 percent right. That fucking dude's just been destroying his liver. Yeah, it's just been really fucking weird. And um, I mean, now if Chris Jericho's plugs were on this. I'd have them in the in the finals, but They're much more you know, prominent just, than the Paralympics. Just Chris Jericho. Eh, I'll go with Siri. Give me something different. Nice. I wasn't even joking. I do. I think you're right. Chris Jericho definitely has been. He's got booze brain through the entirety of No Mercy into Total Annihilation. But he did look pretty good on Wednesday. Yeah, he did. What we what Wednesday are you talking about? <laughs> last Wednesday, right? I guess last, last Wednesday. Last or two Wednesdays ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was it? Two Wednesdays ago. That was last. Yeah, two yeah. Wednesdays ago. Right. We didn't. We're not talking about last Wednesday. Two Wednesdays ago. Um, next up, the holder of the Diamond Dallas Page ring, MJF, versus our first New Japan entry, the dominant Jeff no, Cobb. Second. second? Oh, yeah, we had uh, uh, Naito got Naito. kicked out in the plan. Versus Jeff Cobb. Uh, Chris? I, no, Brandon, you're up, right? No. Yeah, Brandon's up. <laughs> Jeff Cobb, one of my personal favorites, but uh, just the pure volume coming out of MJF on the mic, for better or for worse. He's got a, If Jericho's out round one, MJF can't also be out round one. We also, you fuckers, removed the Jericho versus MJF round two potential matchup, but that's okay. Yeah, we did, didn't we? Chris? Uh, I'm in agreement. Uh I, Jeff Cobb, I you know New Japan was so boring all year I didn't watch any of it hardly. So and MJF was a lot of things. One of the things he wasn't was boring. Yeah, Jeff Cobb was fun to watch, but uh, New Japan is they're gonna hurt I think in this in this thing. So uh, yeah, MJF we weren't crazy about him, but the last especially the beginning of the year of uh, what are, what are we in? What year are we in again? TA Total Annihilation. Total Annihilation. Uh, he is. Uh, he has come on strong. Massive next... G1 from Jeff Cobb. I don't want to just totally breeze over that. I should have said it there in my turn. But, uh, hey, peaked at the wrong time of year, you know. That's right. And and a good um, Wrestle Kingdom match, too. But not enough. Not enough. MJF's on every week. Sometimes great. Sometimes not so great. But mostly great. Next up, former women's champ. She held the champ uh, championship for AEW through most of the pandemic. Karushita. Versus the only person I believe that's on here that isn't one of the major companies we we cover, a man who loves trolling, who uh, who holds more titles than some people have ever held in their entire career at once, Matt Cardona. Chris, thoughts? Sheeta versus Cardona. You're on mute. This may be unpopular, man, but. I think you got to go with the guy with all the belts and the guy that collects action figures and uh, the guy that's made a lot of noise in the indie where no indies where nobody else has and he's done it all on his own. So I'm going Matt Cardona all the way. Matt Cardona just for pissing off all those uh, Death Valley Kill. What the fuck's that guy's? What's murder, that guy's De- murder Death Kill. What's that guy's <laughs> yeah, name? Murder Death Kill. 
What's that guy's name? Fucking Mark. What's Nicholas Cage. Nick Cage. Nicholas 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 Gage. Gage? <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Matt Cardona. Brandon. Any thoughts on this? Yeah, I'm not gonna argue. I'm not gonna argue. I, I flip flopped out four times while you guys were talking. I talk about two people that have done the most with not a great position. So somebody's gotta lose. Yeah, agreed. And like you could say, like, oh Garshija, she was injured and she was gone for a little while. Yeah, whatever. Ah, oh, this is fun. All right, next up, Darby <laughs> Allen, the AEW. Uh, did they, did he have any titles in the year of No Mercy? Did he have the team? Yeah, he was he TNT was TNT in the beginning. Well, into into Q2, yeah. Gotcha. I'm pretty pretty sure. Versus former WWE Women's Champ Charlotte Flair, who the internet hates for some reason. I think I'm up first, right? Yeah. Yep. All right, um, this is very hard because Charlotte Flair is amazing, and I love when the internet gets mad, and I'm always on their side. But Darby Allen is show stealer every time he's on the stage. I'm going with Darby Allen. Brandon. Yeah, I'm going to go the other way on this one. I'm going with Charlotte Flair. Um, again, I, I don't get the volume of WWE, WWE, so maybe she's bombed a lot more than I've seen. But when I think of like some of the more memorable and interesting stuff, it was when when Rick was melting down and she's kind of dealing with it live on on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> some some, comp- <laughs> some 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 compelling shit from Charlotte that sticks out in my mind more than Bart. Chris, tiebreaker. Yeah, Charlotte Flair, bro. All right. Uh, Darby Allen. I love watching Darby Allen. But uh, part of me also thinks uh, how much about Darby Allen would intrigue me if Sting wasn't involved. I mean, he'd still be awesome, but, you know, I'm a Sting fan, and I think that's part of the reason why I really enjoy him. So, Charlotte Flair. Plus, Internet hates her, which makes me love her. And Internet loves Darby Allen, even though he's bad to his girlfriends. Brandon, got a thought? Yeah. Sting is not in the tournament, I think. No, he isn't. I'm looking at this correctly. Yeah, I eliminated him. Correctly, so just to note that. Yeah, not in the tournament. Um, now, on to the next uh, conference, the NFT conference. That's non-fungible token for you people out there. First up, we got Dangerous Techers, New Japan Pro Wrestling tag champs for a long time versus the current AEW champ, Adam Page. Uh, Chris, I believe you're up. Brandon, are you up? Who's up? I don't know. Brandon, go ahead. Well, we just, go. We just <laughs> left the conference, which was about to happen to me in about three seconds. <laughs> I'm over here squirming. Shit pantser. <laughs> so you guys may, if you guys see me yeah, run, you may have to drag this out. Just wait till you vote and I can drag. All right. I'll, ahead, I'll vote first and then you can drag. Let Brandon go first. Hold on. Okay, go ahead. Hold okay. it. For, pinch for a little while. <laughs> yeah. I, fu- I fucks with the techers, but, uh, but again, not a huge fan of them, but I've had to spend a tremendous amount of time this year thinking about Adam Page, and for that reason, he gets the vote. Chris? Yeah, I, I, you know what? I love uh, – I could care less about – I could care less about Taichi. I love CSJ, but he hasn't done shit. We're going to go with Adam Page. All right. Go take a shit real quick. Yep. Stretch it. Uh, I can't really argue with this. I love ZSJ. I love Tai Chi. They're a lot of fun, but Adam Page is front and center of the second biggest company and the biggest company, in our opinion, from our attention span. All right, next up, 
TBS champ Jade Cargill versus current, I believe, Raw Tag Team Champs RK Bro. Brandon, you're going to have to go first again. Yeah, I'm adamant about this one. This has probably been the clearest of all of the picks for me so far. Uh, Jade Cargo, I'm a gigantic fan. And when I think of uh, WWE and the, the lights going off and the generators turning on and it really going down the shitter, right around RK Bro time was when I think we decided we just can't can't do this every week. It's just going to yeah, take yeah, too much out of us mentally. <laughs> oh, yeah. When the scooter is coming out, we were, this was post, like, post Bray Wyatt leaving Randy Orton being aimless. And this is what they did with them. Like this was, I wouldn't say the straw that broke the camel's back with us stopping watching WWE, but um, not that I'd have a problem with either of these two, but them together just reminds me of just, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth with the world wrestling entertainment. All right, now that we're on that topic though, what do you think was the straw? It had to, it, I, in my opinion, it had to do with Randy Orton. It was that, Box-like structure at WrestleMania. I think that's when I was done. <laughs> what do you think? Oh, I'm trying to think of what it was. Oh, I'm also picking see. I, I was I was I was in on the like the I tuned into Raw, not having it being assigned as my fucking homework back when we were doing that mm-hmm. because I wanted to see if if Randy Orton was going to burn someone alive and then it got so bad. So I was kind of in on that storyline but i think it was post that when it was just like uh i think it was just the relentless cuts to people that were active in storylines and just being like man i don't know if i could think of a specific one maybe carrying cross right when he came out as uh like the, the, the bdsm guy and then disappeared <laughs> i'd probably go with that is chris back chris is back all right chris we picked jade cargill Versus RK Bro, we both picked Jade Cargill. Any thoughts uh, on this before does, we move on? No, I mean RK Bro had I, it was one of the few matches I watched this year on Raw in yeah, its entirety. It's fucking right. great, yeah. But you know, the, nothing really happened in there. She's an up and comer. She looks fucking phenomenal. Uh, Jade Cargill, give it to Jade Cargill. I agree with you guys. All right, next up. Uh, I don't think this would count because we're going from March 1st. Is it March 1st? Yeah, I guess we can count it. The Golden uh, Toilet Bowl seat winner, Wardlow, versus Finn Balor, NXT champ. Uh, Was off TV for a long time. Comes back. I guess we can include that he won the IC title. Um, Chris, you can go. This is a tough one because I, yeah, you know, really I have tough. to. Is Finn Balor better, a better performer than Wardlow? One hundred percent. Have I watched anything in the recent past that Finn Balor's done or been interested in that guy at yeah. all? No. Uh, Wardlow's and Finn Balor, you know, I mean, victim of uh, WWE crap writing. Uh, now, AEW not much better. Uh, isn't all that more coherent, but at least Wardlow had a fucking story that, that they told and they kind of, you know, not all they've gotten to the point where it's time to move on and, and, and advance it. And it, they actually took their time with it for the first time ever. So I'll go Wardlow. This is really hard. Cause I love Finn Balor. He's so fucking hot. His abs are amazing. He's got a great haircut, but Wardlow's interesting. And Finn Balor, 
Even when he was the real rock and when he turned back into the real rock and roller. Not that interesting. I'm sorry. NXT kind of lost us at the end there. It really did. Before we started covering it. So I'm going to go with Wardlow. Brandon, any thoughts on this before we move on? No, I, I think it was just like last night even I saw a picture of Finn Balor with other uh, people on Instagram. And I was like, oh, I miss that guy. Yeah. Even though he's like still around. <laughs> so I don't think I can have him advance. <laughs> All right, let's move on. The, new, the year of no mercy had some ups and downs, but one constant was Kenny Omega's bad acting. So we got Kenny Omega versus FTR, the tag the tag champs or the current tag champs? They were the tag champs, and they were the tag champs of AAA, and there was all kinds of stuff. But they were always in, involved in the top seeds, the top of the tag uh, teams in AW. Um, I'm first, right? I got to go with Kenneth, right? Just storyline-wise. It's got to be Kenny Omega. Brandon, good. Yeah, I mean, it's, not that we're anti-traditional wrestling fan, but, boy, we would really lose some fans if Kenny goes out in round one. <laughs> He's not that fan. Right <laughs> Fuck these guys. They don't agree with me. That feels like a, too much of a statement to knock him out immediately. Right. Chris, any thoughts? Yeah, you guys made up my mind for me. I really couldn't tell because I'm not a fan of Kenny Omega. I find him. He's, in my opinion, channel-changing material. Right. But, um, you know, FTR, uh, you know, I, you can't have them beat Kenny Omega. I recognize <laughs> his his popularity and his 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 skill in the his ring. So, no, and his championship. Yeah. So And he was the champion for 17 months or whatever it was yep. for the whole and, year. And, so. and amazingly wrestled. Admittedly, he wrestled with Virgo, which is fucking insane. Yeah. So. All right, next next matchup. Nyla Rose. AW's Nyla Rose versus the Lucha Bros, former champs of AAA and AW's tag champs. Uh, Chris, you're up. Easy one for me. Lucha Bros. Pentagon's one of my favorite wrestlers. Um, he's They were fucking awesome. Had one of my favorite matches of the year. And... Um, and they got a weird dude that looks like a businessman that rides to the bar in his Ducati. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the uh, Lucha QBC Bros. Salesman. Yeah, QVC man. Yep. Lucha Bros. The Bros of Lucha. Brand, I'm all over the place. You can go next. Yeah, Lucha Bros, pure joy. If you split these two up, I would have a hard time knocking either of them out over the last year. So, them together. They might be along for a little bit of a ride as far as my vote's concerned. Mm-hmm. I am not going to disagree. Now, the Rose is cool, but Lucha Bros are something else. They are much watch, must-watch television. Next up, I think I have it spelled wrong. It looks like it says Malakia Black. Malakia. Malakia Black versus Miro, former TNT champ, former best man to Kip Sabian. Brandon, you can go first this time. Speaking of pure fun, maybe I'm wrong. Lucha Bros might be knocked out before the Sweet 16 here because, my God, Miro is the fucking man. He's moving on. Chris, go ahead. Yeah, I, was, I almost was like kind of stuck there for a minute, but then I realized when Brandon just said Miro's the fucking man, he is the fucking man. Dude rules. So let's go with Miro. Malakali Black uh, was in a bunch of storylines that really haven't gone anywhere, including a Cody one that went on forever, and now he's left the company. Uh, gotta go with Miro. It's a shame we miss him as watchers, as viewers every week of AW. We definitely miss him. We're just talking about us yeah, which, three. Which go is ahead. we haven't talked on so long, 
that's a good thing. You guys have brought that up before, like a, a, a full storyline where you're into it the whole time and then he's gone and you're like, where is this guy? And then when he comes back, you're like, fuck yeah. Thank God I missed him. Like, yeah, keep the energy high. Let's move on. Ty Conti versus Jurassic Express. I don't think. <laughs> Should I go first? I'll go first. Jurassic Express, please. Chris, go yeah, I, I think Ty Conti's whack as fuck. Give me a She's okay, but yeah, I don't Just I don't like weird undercard or weird, just like, you know, I don't know. Insert women's wrestler here. She's like legit mid-card forever. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go with uh, Jungle Boy and the giant that always eats, the, the pin-eating giant. <laughs> Randy, have any thoughts on this? Nah. All right, last in the NFT conference. IC champ, US champ. I don't know which champ. WWE Sami Zayn, who I don't know if you guys have caught this. He's uh, he's feuding with fucking. He's feuding with uh, Johnny Knoxville from Jackass. Johnny Knoxville supposedly ran a you know this things down at the Wildwood Shore with the. The, the plane that he, that he put his phone number up there. A little biplane with the sign <laughs> flying behind it. People are texting him FaceTime and Sammy Zayn all hours of the night. He's posted social media, complaining. It's fucking brilliant. I don't even watch the show, but just paying attention to that is fucking great. So props to Sammy Zayn. Versus White Belt Champ. Stardom's Tom, Tommy Knox, Tom Nakano. Who could forget her match against Julia where they slapped the fucking piss out of each other. And she drove her head into the fucking mat, which was amazing. Uh, Chris, or no, Brandon, go ahead. You go first. Tom Nakano, uh, a lot of fun this year. One of the people I've, I've enjoyed the most as we get into jo- Joshi wrestling. But uh, Sami Zayn just cannot be denied. He's, uh, he, he refuses to not be entertaining despite the WWE product. So one for Mr. Zayn. Chris. Oh, man, I don't know. You got me here. I have to be the tiebreaker. No, I'm the tiebreaker. Oh, you didn't. Okay, you didn't say anything. So, uh, yeah, this is tough. You know what? I'm gonna go. Sami Zayn is, you know, this silly feud with with uh, with Paul Jackass Man Knoxman. Yeah, Knoxman Knoxville. I mean, who who? I mean, you know, I think we said it before. Knoxville just brings joy to whatever aspect of my life he pops up in so uh yeah i think i'll go with Sami Zayn. okay yeah, he was insane him. he was doing what was he doing a documentary for a while about how he was getting yeah getting the hose conspiracy. yeah yeah let's go that with was Sammy. genius yeah. yeah it was good it was he's, good he was working with uh, brock lesnar him and brock lesnar were in a program together and to brandon's point um despite all all WWE's ability to try to not make him part of the main storyline, he's always amazing to watch. Even if you're just watching the clips online, he's amazing. You guys catch the new Jackass yet? No, not yet. Chris, you still haven't. No. No. I did watch Drive My Car, too. And I watched uh, uh, Macbeth, The Tragedy of Macbeth. Ooh. Yeah, it's a good one. Nice. All right, we're all done with the... uh, the Western Conference. <laughs> We're done with that. We're all finished up. We're going to move on to the Eastern Conference. First things first, the Northeast Conference played in Maine. Let's do a play-in. 
winner will face Utami Hayashishita. Play in. Here we go. Chris, you're going to go first. The man. She only returned a little while ago after giving childbirth. Becky Lynch, current WWE Women's Champion. Raw, I believe. Versus a guy who just disappears, comes back, runs into the ring, makes everybody believe he can beat everybody and then loses again, but he's still a lot of fun to watch. Lance Archer. Chris, good. So I really want to root for Lance Archer here, but I don't think I can. I think Becky Lynch is like pure wrestling star power at this point. So as much as I don't want to do it, I got to go with Becky Lynch here. Brandon? Okay, well, I'll go the exact opposite direction as Chris. Becky Lynch, last professional wrestler to draw a tear to my eye at WrestleMania. Granted, I was a little, had a few too many to drink, so it came out a little bit easier than normal. Most years, she would probably go to the Final Four for me, but not this one. Lance Archer, highly entertaining. Partially responsible for the biggest laugh of the last calendar year. No! At Revolution, so I'm going to put one for Lance. You beat me to it. I was going to say Becky Lynch. She wasn't around for much, but she ran right into the title. She unceremoniously dumped um, Bianca Belair out of the title, which was fucking inexcusable. WWE booking, thank you very much. Lance Archer brought us Saki yeah. Zanake. Yeah, I forgot. How did I forget about that? Just for the posterity of this podcast and our love for Saki Zanake, I got to go with Lance Archer. Yeah, I'm sorry. I feel like I failed you guys right there. That's okay. You did. No, I didn't. I, no, I did because I completely, not my vote, but just the simple fact I forgot about Sake and Anake. If I had remembered him, my vote would have been different. That brings us to our first matchup in the wouldn't recognize him shitting in a trough next to me conference. Utami Hayashishita of stardom, the red belt champ for most of the year. She had a great feud with Siri against Lance Archer. Uh, Brandon, you're up first. Yeah, much like you you labeled when it comes to Lance Archer, highly entertaining, gets you convinced he could knock somebody out, but he cannot. Utami Hayashichita, Jesus, is is moving on in this one. Uh, you know, part, one of the biggest names, it seems like, you know, one of the, some of the most entertaining, some of the most entertaining, you know, <laughs> literally one of the biggest names, and uh, some of the most entertaining matches we've watched in the last year. So onward, Chris. I have to vote for Lance Archer just because I forgot about Saki Tanaki last round. <laughs> so I have to. I have to. I got to make up for it. I got to make up for Saki Tanaki. All right. Utami <laughs> Hayashishita goes through. <laughs> she's also the only person in this bracket labeled with the seed, so she's the only one seed. Yeah, that would have been a big 16 Obviously number one. Like, I was like, no one else gets a number one except for her. All right. Next matchup as I edit. Stardom high-speed champ, Azumi, versus broke-ass neck, Big E. Former WWE SmackDown champ. He was a lot of fun to watch when I got to watch him. Uh, Chris, you're up first. It's easy for me, Big E. Superstar. Great at everything. Yeah, Azumi, not one of my favorites in stardom. Uh, And uh, the other guy has a Netflix pick your own adventure story that I watched for much longer than I ever should have considering it's for people four and under, but for that reason alone, he's moving on. Big E gets the broken neck um, vote for me. He's through. Broke ass neck. All right, let's move on. Next matchup. He, got, a tough he one. got lucky. That was he a did. gnarly one. Yeah. 
This is a tough one. Stardom's former baby face, super baby face. One of the best stories. I voted best story of uh, the year of No Marseille. Dark Starlight Kid versus one of the podcast's favorite guys. FTW made up champion, champ, Ricky Starks. Chris, go ahead. Well, we're giving out broke-ass neck awards and passing people on having broke-ass <laughs> necks, but Ricky Starks is pure joy. Uh, that Starlight Kid storyline was awesome. That Starlight Kid match we watched a few weeks ago, about a month ago, was another thing that was just fucking amazing. But Ricky Starks has brought me both on commentary and his storyline and that bump he took and uh, off that ladder when he almost died again. Uh, and uh, was it was it last year when he was he was feuding with Brian Cage and when Cage came out he pointed to his neck. Yeah. <laughs> my neck. Don't hurt my neck. He has that thing with his head. Don't hurt my neck. So yeah, I'm going Ricky Starks all the way here. Brandon. Let's kick it over to you, Jim, because I'm going to go Starlight Kid. Uh, Ricky Starks, he, when you think tournament-wise, one of those names you see him be like, boy, he, you know, he could win this one year, but probably probably not yet considering the, the Starlight Kid story that is partially responsible for kind of getting us into, at least getting me into uh, Joshi. So. Well, you know I'm going to pick Starlight Kid. But to argue against Ricky Starks, he was missing a lot of the year. And whether that has to do with an injury or not, he just at times he just wasn't on TV. They had him on commentary, stumbling and bumbling on commentary. It's been entertainment, but Starlight Kid is in main events throughout the entire year. I gotta go with Starlight Kid. He's one that could have knocked a lot of people out of this. So, yeah. but hey, you're not gonna win it all. Who cares when you go up? Next, the new day. So with the new day, we're going with um. Uh, what the hell's their names? Kofi and Xavier Woods. And Xavier Woods versus former Raw champ Big Bobby Lashley. Remember Bobby Lashley was just in a storyline with Lana, like a wedding storyline. They were fucking in a hotel. Yeah, yeah. Was, she was cheating on her husband. With, with Rusev was getting cuckolded. Yeah, he was cuckold. He was a cuckold. Cuckold. He was. Cuckold. Is, is that how you pronounce it? Cuckold. That's cuckold. Cuckold. I, like, I like cuckold better. Like, cuckold, cuckold. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Chris, go ahead. I don't. I don't know. I, this is one of them ones where I don't know what the fuck have either of these two teams, these, these three people done in the entire year that I can remember. Um, I just think the New Day, being as big as they are and as popular as they are, it's hard to knock them out in the first round. So I'm going to go New Day on this one, not because of anything other than their popularity. People love New Day, but I haven't seen any of the, either of these people, I guess we would say. I haven't seen the New Day or Bobby Lashley do shit in 365 days. Right. <laughs> and if I did, I can't remember any of it. So Big Bob, who'd you take? I took the New Day. New Day. Brandon. And choose your own adventure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking the same as you here, Chris. I was pumped for Lashley when he was getting into the title picture and getting it, but that was probably over a year ago at this point. And you know, since then, Lord fucking knows what he's been doing. Fucking Lana. Boring ass main events. Did he? Um. Yeah. New day, based on choose your own adventure. You guys convinced me. Not we'll that CYA. Thirty one. <laughs> 
All right, next up, promo battle. Kenta of New Japan Pro Wrestling versus AEW Women's Champ. Britt Baker. Brandon Good. Kenta coming over, potato match. He's throwing potato fight on AEW Dynamite at Daly's Plaza. Oh, God. <laughs> he got hit with a, a box of potatoes. Uh, and then getting his, his damn head smashed in a wild match with Tanahashi. One of the most entertaining matches I've seen. Britt Baker, I'm not not much of a fan of her relative to the crowd. I don't have a problem with her, but relative to her adoration, not much of a fan. So Kent, a no-brainer here for me. Chris, good. Yeah, I was kind of thinking to myself, I didn't know who to pick here because Britt Baker is so popular with the fans. She's been the women's champion for the entire year. But she didn't get hit with a box of potatoes by John Moxley, so I'm going <laughs> Kenta. Kenta's pussy told Kenny Omega, shut the fuck up. I mean, come on, man. You had a love affair with way. Yoshihashi's stick. Yeah. <laughs> All kinds of shit. Kenta made shit happen in a year that sucked. Also, his the um the match against Tanahashi, the, his battle against his biggest feud was against that fucking ladder. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm going to vote for Britt Baker just so we don't get hate mail. <laughs> so Kenta goes through. Yeah, I mean, Britt Baker had that amazing match with Thunder Rosa, but come on, just those couple moments we laid out, what's funnier than that? Yeah, it's, I mean, if, have you listened to this podcast? It has to be stupid for us to get on board. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing is, like, Britt Baker pretty much is like, they've gone, they they were in reruns, right? They'd gone through the entire women's division, and we're just going to go through it again, starting with the one we just left. Yeah, I know. You know, <laughs> so it's like, ugh, whatever. They did, they, they, they showed an episode of whatever television show, and then after that, they showed it in reverse. Yeah, just that's what's going on right now. Yeah. It's just like whatever. They turn it backwards on the other sides of the ring, and the, the same outcome though. Yeah. Next up, New Japan Pro Wrestling World Champion Kazuchika Okada, the Rainmaker, versus former WWE Women's Champ. I'm assuming SmackDown Raw. I don't know. A favorite of our show, Bianca Belair. Uh, Chris. Okay. There's in, in no fucking world do you have Okada losing the first round to anything to anybody. I don't care who the fuck it is. So I'm going Okada. He wore the Inoki coat. Fucking ruled. It's, it's a no-brainer. Okada. Nice. Uh, Brandon? Yeah, they New Japan literally handed the company back over to this shepherd here to to try to make it <laughs> make it through the rest of the the pandemic in Japan. This is Okada. Yeah. We love Bianca Belair, but come on. It's Okada. All right. Next. Red Dragon versus Eddie Kingston. Now, Red Dragon's in here because of their NXT work, too. They just put them under the Red Dragon moniker. And Mr. Kingston has been amazing, even though he always loses. But he's fun to watch, and he's an amazing promo. Brandon Gut. Yeah, this is Eddie to me. I'm uh, not a giant NXT guy. I don't give a fuck about Red Dragon and AEW. Eddie Kingston's uh, topic of conversation week after week. Chris? King Stone, move on. I don't even want to get into it. I bitched about Red Dragon a couple weeks ago. Great. <laughs> King Stone. Next up. Oh, boy. <laughs> Here we go. 
Two of the greatest professional wrestlers to ever release up the boots. We got Stardom's Mayu Iwatani, who, mind you, is only 28. She's still got a good 10 years left in her in her life. Versus the ace, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Chris, I think you're first. I, we, do, do, do I have a, uh, a towel with Mayu Iwatani's sweat draped over the top of my Christmas tree every year? Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, I so know where you're going. We, I think we know where I'm going. Brandon. The ace of the universe. You only get one, one talent like his in a hundred years, years. So you got to go with it. <laughs> yeah, we got. There's one 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 hundred year high flying star of the universe. He's moving on. There he is. I got the towel too. Is. You bought the towel? Yeah. I got the towel too. I did. I got the towel. I like embarrassing people we, with it on the beach. Yeah. yeah. My girlfriend's family thought I was real cool when I laid that down on OBX. Yeah, to, I got that one, and I had the rain ma- yellow Rainmaker Bill one. Really cool. Go. Coolest dudes in town. Look I'm at sorry, me, Maya. Like wrestling. Maya, you're amazing, but we're talking about fucking the most beautiful man to ever lace up boots. Can you spray a little SPF on my bald spot before I lay down on ta- my Tanahashi towel? My, my Hiroshi Tanahashi <laughs> All right, on to the next. The Southeast Conference performed live with all these matches in Tampa, Florida, home of AEW. We're in the Carney Conference. First up, this is going to be a good one. Evil, New Japan Pro Wrestling's most hated wrestler around the world. Western fans have stopped watching New Japan Pro Wrestling because of Evil. They hate him so much. The House of Torture versus Indie Wrestling Darling. Adam Cole. Brandon, you're up first. Jesus is a tough one. I flip-flopped twice while I heard you talking. I almost want to hate pick evil, but, man, I'm thinking of when we were at that live show at the Lyakura Center. I don't think anybody got a louder pop when they came out than Adam Cole. For that reason alone, I got to respect it. Chris. So let me ask you this. This is all done randomly? Completely random. Yeah, and we ended up getting, uh, in the first round, we had both um, Sammy Guevara and the woman he claimed he wanted to rape. Yes. And then we had the two <laughs> Halloween adventure dudes. We do. How did we do all, all in All in the first round. <laughs> and as much as I want to hate pick evil, I can't do it. I got to go Adam Cole on this one. Adam Cole wins, but I'm picking oh. hate picking evil. Well, you, yeah, I, I mean, I was I'm in agreement with Brandon. It's, I want to hate pick evil so bad, but I can't <laughs> Just piss people off. I pick evil. Send me hate mail. Next. <laughs> TJPW champ. Uh, the, 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 the pink striker, Mio Yamashita, who we haven't watched much of lately because just because of our workload in real in real life, our workload versus everybody loves her. Julia of stardom. Uh, Chris, you're up. So just out of sheer lack of familiarity with Mayu Yamashita, I Masha, have to We go saw her live. Yamashita, did we? Oh, what? At, um, at, um, uh, what the fuck's that company? Chikara? Chikara. Yeah. yeah. Was she, wait, is she, she's a one, did she came to the U.S. and then immediately was like, get me the fuck out of here, I'm going to die? That nah, was Yuka Sakazaki. Yuka Sakazaki, okay. She yeah. Was there too. Um, <laughs> yeah. At that I know she was. Too. I just wasn't sure. Um, I'm going to go. Julia has a great um, – it, it's her ability to uh, emote and telling stories that get got me uh, kind of started getting the ball rolling with starting with me. 
Uh, can't understand a word that she's saying, but I can understand what she's trying to say just by the way she acts. So, yeah, Julia. Brandon? Yeah, the one true uh, goddess of stardom for me, Julia. She's so fucking good looking. Is that what it is, the goddess of stardom? <laughs> she's impossibly good Cinder- looking. Is it the city? <laughs> Cinderella, Cinderella goddess, Cinderella, Cinderella, the Cinderella goddess, goddess of princesses. Princesses, princesses no, all the princesses are in TJPW. Everything's a princess over there. Oh, it's okay, all Cinderella in Goddamn. stardom. But yeah, she is the true Cinderella. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I also got to go with Julia. She rules. Um, she speaks English too, by the way. Moving on. New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, Junior Champ for most of the years. I don't know. You could forget it because we didn't fucking watch it. Robbie Eagles, he's included because he was champ, versus another Aussie. Two Aussies, Rhea Ripley, former. Was she a champ at some point? Or did we just include her because yes, she, she's ridiculous so. looking yes. and we love her? Brandon, you're up. Robbie Eagles I don't know. versus Rhea I don't Ripley. Know. They're Aussies. Bob, Bob Eagles, Bo, Bo Beagles. Uh, <laughs> going, <laughs> I'm going. Uh, Beagles, yeah, Eagles. Bo Biggles talk about talk about stupid moments of the year the the four minute long WrestleMania entrance for Rhea Ripley that, with that live performance oh, oh my god she's moving on oh. I, alone. I forgot Remember all that? about that that woman just screaming <laughs> oh so bad Bo Biggles is losing that. I got nothing on Robbie Eagles. I got to go Rhea Ripley. I don't know shit about Robbie Eagles. I don't fucking care either. There you go. Rhea Rips. All right, next up. Um, I don't think we really need to vote on this one. Poor Rio. She yeah. goes up against Brian Danielson. Shall I just push Brian Danielson through? Yeah, I think he's the, the most perfect wrestler of all time. Yes. According to William Regal. Yep. All right, moving on. Sorry, Rio. You're gone. Uh, WWE SmackDown Tag Champions, the Usos versus former New Japan Pro Wrestling champ, held the title through most of the pandemic, or a lot of the pandemic, the year of no Marseille, Shingo Takage. Chris, you're up. It's easy for me, Shingo. Dude's a fucking beast. Yeah, dude rules. Brandon, who you got? Yeah, this isn't a uh, DUI getting contest. Shingo Takagi's moving on. <laughs> this isn't a get drunk and yell oh, at your girlfriend up. on the side of the road. <laughs> Till the cops show up. Fucking piece of shit. Shingo Takagi. <laughs> All right, here he is, the man, the myth, the legend. El Desperado. That's it, he goes through. <laughs> now, El Desperado, New Japan Pro Wrestling, junior heavyweight champ. Versus the one and only Roman Reigns. Brandon. Yeah, Tribal Chief. Holding down Team Blue. I don't know how many people are watching, but more than watching AEW, he moves on. (laughs) That's right. Chris. You already typed it in? I'm there. I'm with you. I'm with you. As much as El Desperado also drew a bad hand here. Yeah, you know. he's he was in the Rio slot. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he's one of my favorites, El Desperado. But come on, Roman, 
Did you ever have a cardboard cutout of Roman Re- of El Desperado in your house? Because <laughs> I had Roman Reigns. <laughs> so there you go. All right, next. <clears throat> the biggest loser in AEW history, but we love him so much. Andrade El Idolo versus the cutest in the world, TJPW's Maki Ito. Chris, you're up. Yeah, this is another one. It's no chance. It's fucking Andrade. Dude's f- so good. Just on his trying to purchase Darby Allen's services and calling Sting his dad, I believe, at one point. I, yeah. he, dude, fucking, yo. Yes, I'm with it. Brandon? Yeah, I just got a $20 cash app from El Idolo, just bribed his way into the second round. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Either way, El Idolo was never responsible for uh, actually getting my significant other yell at me just with the pure noise coming out of the TV. Makito <laughs> was, so she's out. I love Makito, but come on. We love Andrade. He's the house favorite around here. All right, last matchup, another one that's a push through. FWC, the stardom. Uh, women's champs, well, the only, they are all women. The stardom tag team champs, Fukuoka Crazy versus CM Punk. I mean, come on. He's only did half the year, and he's most talked about fucking professional wrestler on the planet. Do we really need to vote on this? No. Nope. Do you have any thoughts you want to say before we move on to the next round? We've, we're done with the really conference. Don't. We've moved on. All right, let's go. Poopy Pants Conference. The second round, first matchup, Sayakami Tani of Stardom versus WWE Sasha Banks. I believe, Chris, you're up. I'll go. Got to go with the Mandalorian over there, Sasha Banks, superstar. Don't even know what she did. Didn't watch it at all. <laughs> you didn't? But, nah, I mean, I, you know, I mean, I watch, no, no, I'm talking about, I'm talking about WWE. Oh, right. <laughs> WWE for God knows how, but you know, I mean, part of the first women's and woman of color main event in WrestleMania history. That's so true. fucking, fucking, hey, let's do it. That's right, Brandon. Yeah, last point there, just swung my vote. I don't think Kamatani. Yeah, this is a pro Kamatani podcast, but I don't think anything she did tops that. So, yeah, I mean, they technically have uh, main events that are. People of color as well. <laughs> but Sacha, we're not talking about the United States. Sacha Banks goes there. In, in Tampa, Florida, though, In Tampa, bro? Florida, it ain't happening. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Let's push it through. There we go. Here's a big one. AEW's John Moxley versus WWE's Brock Lesnar. Brandon, go ahead. Oh, my God. I don't know who I'm going to pick. I'm thinking, I think I'm just going to go spit out Brock Lesnar. Let's do it. Chris, you're up. So this is a tough one, man. Um, I just had butted the mic, sorry. I'm going to spit out John Moxley. Oh, shit. I'm the tiebreaker? Yeah. All right. Back to the dealer. Mm-hmm. I'm going with John Moxley. Reason being that he is part of a burgeoning company and he is always out there he is the star of the show he steals the spotlight every time he's out there no matter who he's against he can wrestle multiple different styles um he uh admitted his addiction went and got help he looks a million times better after coming back 
And I, I yeah, I got to push the one of the biggest stars in AEW through since we are pretty much a AEW podcast. So I'm going with John Moxley. That's a sad. He's also just, doing that shit where he was showing up at random indie shows and too. these small crowds, which rules. Yeah, he was like the GCW champ for a while. Yeah. Fucking wild. <laughs> Didn't Matt Cardona dress up like him or something? <laughs> or it was the other way around? Good stuff. I think Cardona. Yeah, I think it was the, everyone thought it was going to be Moxley and it was Cardona. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, Moxley throw. Okay, next. Siri. Stardom champ, red belt champ. Former M- former uh, UFC fighter versus MJF. I think Brandon, you're up. Uh, Maybe I'm going to go. We'll go with Chris first. All right. At first glance, I'm going to say MJF. Uh, his work's been great this year. I mean, we shit on him for his basic canned heat, cheap heat promos that he does, but people are invested in it. So got some that genuine hate going on there. So I'm going to go with MJF. All right. Brandon, good. Yeah, I'll go MJF, too. I think the canned heat cheap stuff looks a little bit better when juxtaposed against like him, his ability to turn it up, which he showed in recent months. And it's just I mean, it's just a bigger deal than than Shuri. I can't have him go out so early. (laughs) It's funny to talk about this because like you reflect on when he was feuding with Jericho and it fucking sucked. But the Internet would be fucking AEW fans love this. But then he feuds with CM Punk and it's been fucking brilliant. Yeah, yeah, which I don't, we don't, I, I don't want to pick because the internet likes something when I didn't, but no, of course not. That's tough. That's a tough one. Yeah. All right, next up, Matt Cardona with all the titles versus Charlotte Flair. I think Chris is up. I don't care. I'm losing track all the time. No, I went last time. Okay, Brandon, you're up. Let's go, Cardoni. He showed out at the Q Mart. I respect that. Quakerstown Farmers Market. Charlotte Flair wasn't there. Not as accessible. <laughs> not as memorable. <laughs> Chris, uh, next. Yeah, I'll go. Sorry. I'm going to go Cardoni, too. Cardoni's doing something different. Charlotte Flair's doing the same shit she's always done. Matt her old man being a her old man being a fucking disgusting mess could only get you so far. <laughs> Matt Cardona. Carney Cardona. Working every indie show ever. I got to vote for Charlotte Flair just to save face. So, <laughs> Yeah, that's an outrage. That's our first outrage. That's one. a super outrageous one. So. <laughs> I voted for Charlotte Flair. Send them hate mail. Okay, next. Oh, we're moving on. Next bracket. The NFT conference. We're getting, we're, oh, we're whittling down the Sweet 16 pretty quickly. Okay, here's a big matchup. Adam Page, the AW. Champ versus Jade Cargill, the TBS champ. I think, Chris, you're up. Yeah, I'm going to take Adam Page. He's the champion AEW. He's uh, had a couple of really good matches this past year. Uh, Jade Cargill is awesome, but she's also <laughs> clunky as fuck from time to time. And some of those squash matches, although they are squash matches, they're, they're <laughs> more like you're not laughing. You're laughing at them. You ain't laughing with them. So I'll go with Adam Page on this one. Brandon. Yeah, Cargill falls in that bucket of fast forward three years. She could speed to the final four in my mind, but not today. 
Adam Page gets through because he's friends with Hungi. <laughs> All right, next up. Big Wards, Wardlow versus Kenneth Omegas. Brandon. Wardlow lost one of the worst pre-planned mixed martial arts matches I've ever seen in my life. So he I, he loses to Kenny Omega. Come on. <laughs> so good. Chris. Yeah, I don't think we could possibly live with ourselves if we have Wardlow <laughs> knock out Finn Balor and Kenny Omega in the same fucking oh tournament. Beat, you beat so. Phil Balor. I just realized that. Holy shit. Yeah, well, that's, that's not Finn Balor's fault. That's no. their fucking incoherent fucking writing fault. This is going to be a wild Sweet 16. Next up. Oh, uh, Kenneth Omega. Oh, no. Lucha Bros. Oh. Podcast favorite versus another podcast favorite. Miro, Chris, you get to go first. Yeah, it's easy for me, man. I, it's not easy, but I know who my pick is. It's Lucha Bros. Yeah, Lucha Bros. Brandon. Miro's been – Lucha Bros have had better – in my opinion, probably one of the best matches of last year. So let's go Lucha Bros. They won our best match of the year. Yeah. Against the team that got knocked out in the first round. Fuck them. Yeah. Fuck them. Brandon. Yeah. 10 out of 10 entertainment value out of both of them. But, uh, you know, if you're looking at secondary, tertiary factors, Lucha Bro is pretty much Tertiary. there all year, at least at least one of the two of them. I think that's what it is for third, tertiary. Tertiary. Yeah, it is. You're in. Jimmy's tertiary. I was called tertiary by, <laughs> by a customer at a bar that I used to work at. She said, you tertiary. And I just laughed at him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, okay bye. Me? See ya. Uh, next matchup, Jurassic Express, the uh, AEW Tag Champs versus the always entertaining Samuel Zane. Chris, you're up. Uh, I'm only letting J- Jurassic Express only gets one win. I'm going with Samuel Zane. I can't <laughs> deal with fucking whatever happened to the little guy that was with them. Marco oh, he got Stunt. Let go. Marco Stunt. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah, he got let go. Yeah. So or Jurassic resigned. Express. I don't think they just didn't up his. Didn't resign. Something. Yeah. All right. Sammy Zaniac. He's a maniac. That's true. Uh, does he still come out to the skank music? I think so. Does he? I don't know. Uh, it would help if I watched. Brandon? Yeah, Jurassic Express keeps getting referred to on their own show, which they appear on every week as Jungle Express. So that tells you how memorable some of some of their <laughs> shit is. So I'm going to go with Sammy Zaniac. <laughs> Uh, I will once again save face for the podcast and not upset our AW fans, and I'll say I voted for Jurassic Express, whether I agree with that or not. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Next up, the wouldn't recognize him shitting a trough next to me conference. Utami Hayashista versus Biggest Eus, Brokus Nekus. Brandon, you're up. Number one overall seed here, Utami. Mm-hmm. Neck, fully functional. Goes to the Sweet 16. Uh, Chris? Bring it. I'm with her. Okay. Let's put Utami in there. Yeah, especially storyline-wise. Big E got injured, man. He's not as strong as Utami is. Maybe if he was stronger, he'd be in here. You know, so fine. Okay, let's move on. Um, Next up, <laughs> Starlight Kid versus The New Day. Chris, you're up. 
Best one of the best storylines of the last year. Starlight Kid going through New Day. Don't even remember what they did. That's right. Just knew that I liked them better than Bobby Lashley, who I didn't know anything he did. Kofi Kingston lasted. That's right. Kofi Kingston. I don't even think that like was nine last year. seconds. Yeah. In the Royal Rumble. Yeah. I think that happened. Yeah, you remember <laughs> that was he, like he tried to no, he tried to do like a handstand and then fell. Yeah, he tried one of his ridiculous like get back in the ring things and it. He wasn't going to win it anyway, so it doesn't really matter. It worked 12 years in a row. The one year it didn't work. Sorry. Yeah, and they were probably, everybody was probably fucking fucked it up. Yeah. And for you that butched, reason, butchered. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm batting 12 for 13, Hobbs. <laughs> Relax, okay? Uh, Brandon, who you got? Yeah, for that reason, I'm out. 12 seconds in the Rumble. Starlight Kid rocked. She's the best. She's fucking awesome and she's 20 years old ladies and gentlemen she's gonna be around for a long time next up here's a big one kenta versus kazuchika okada the rainmaker chris you're up i think brandon you're up i don't know who's up somebody go doesn't matter i'll go none of this matters i'll go um i you know want to vote for kenta but I think you can't not vote for Okada. The Rainmaker, Plus, greatest wrestler yeah. on the fucking planet. Yeah, man. And that fucking Anoki robe. Mm-hmm. Can't, can't get past it. And he cries a lot, which is awesome. Brennan? Yeah, it's Okada. Yeah. Sorry, Kenta. Next up. Oh, boy. Eddie Kingston versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. Brennan, you're up. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna go Eddie Kingston here. Um, only because I'm gonna think- go to hell. <laughs> yeah, I know. Last 12 months is like entertainment on this podcast. It's a lot of it has been Kingston. I mean, I, I started off call- saying he looked like a plumber that bought all of his uh, gear to TJ Maxx before he got to the show, and uh, we just watched him beat Jericho, and everyone was excited for it. So Tana fucking rules. You know, if this was an all time, that would obviously <laughs> he would be. The- Maybe the winner, but uh, this is total annihilation, man. This is the year of total annihilation. People got to get annihilated, and Tanahashi is annihilated. Uh, Chris, thoughts? Well, not yet. Not yet. Chris, are you muted? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to do it. But um, uh, Brandon made some really good points. Uh, Eddie Kingston's been involved in something all year long, one thing or another. Uh, even when he's just trying to eat his brownie. And Tana, you know, has got that fucking New Japan didn't do shit and really sucked all year long thing going on. So, although they, the ladder. The ladder, dude. <laughs> the giant ladder. Yeah, yes, the giant ladder rolls. Tanahashi. The giant ladder too. rolls. Yeah, I'm sorry, Eddie Kingston. We fucking the love giant you. giant ladder. Yeah. That giant ladder match is fucking ridiculous. Yes, yes. The Eddie ladder. Just the ladder love itself. Him. But Tanahashi, man, he, you can believe he's going to win any match, even if he, now he's on the back end of his career and he loses a lot. But that ladder match, man, so fucking good. All right, Carney Conference, here we go. Adam Cole, Super Kickman, versus Julia, who has a much, much better musculature than Adam Cole ever did. Chris, you're up. So, Julia, awesome, all year round. 
all year long, she was awesome. Adam Cole was a heel that wore video game gear to the fucking <laughs> ring as the main event of a fucking pay-per-view. I am so like, you know that that was his decision and it really qu- makes me question his like, I mean like what the fuck is going on in his fucking head where he thought that, that was a good idea. That completely tanks his entire year for me. Not that his year was that great. Mm. He didn't do shit. He was in a bunch of fucking promos yelling at a guy behind a camera which they're always doing. Um, he really, I mean, he was undefeated, but he didn't really wrestle anybody. He was in a bunch of tag team matches. Now we're back to fucking uh, Undisputed Era on uh, on AW, so we're just continuing that storyline. So fucking Julia, all the way. And it may be a closer fucking call if he didn't wear that dumbass Halo gear. It drives me fucking crazy. The point about that, too, is like, okay, Adam Cole wore this halo gear and he looked like a fucking total dork. Julia got her hair cut, shaved. She looked cooler. And she wore a full pirate gear and somehow looked cool. And everybody knows I hate fucking pirates. And she looked real cool. Brandon's awesome. Wait, everybody knows that you hate pirates? Yeah, I didn't know that at all. Oh, yeah, I'm anti-pirate. You don't know that? Why do you you hate pirates? I think they're stupid. Let's get into this. The POCs, they're stupid. Pirates, they're stupid. Arr. What about the like the? No, what about like the you know legit Captain, pirates like yeah. Somali East like African Somali, pirates? No, they're African awesome pirates. Okay, but right. yo ho ho and a bottle of rum. It's so fucking stupid. I hate it. Grog, okay. Grog's dirty. terrible. So dirty. Skirt. What do you think? The only thing I like what do you think they're? It. What do you think they're fucking? The crotch of their pants smells like. You know, they're all banging, <laughs> which is. I mean, I guess that's cool. You know, they're all fucking. Which is cool. If you want to fuck, that's Whatever, cool. Yeah, sure. But do you have to say like "yar" when you're fucking? Uh, I don't think I don't think any pirate ever did that. Uh, I, I think. Uh, I've watched Pirates of the Caribbean, and yeah, they do. <laughs> fucking Johnny. That's my wife when you see her. How much I hate pirates. We went to he? we went to Salem, Massachusetts, which is like kind of piratey as long as well as witches. And she still laughs to this day. This we went past this pirate museum, and we were three blocks away, and it was like I could detect it was getting close. I started going, oh, fuck, here we go. And there's some dude in the street going, arr, arr. I was like, he walked up to me and he started, arr, arr, arr. And I'm like, all right, man, get the hell away from me. I don't want nothing to <laughs> Salem is piratey? Yeah, it's piratey. Uh, piratey. You walk in the streets of Salem, everybody's all happy. And the pirate, they're all excited to see the pirate. And the pirate's there. And he walks up the gym and he's like, okay, all right, I get it. Get away from me. Get away me. from me. Yeah. Yo, ho, you were ho, the ho, only dude rum. that fucking month that was wasn't like oh look a pirate oh here we go <laughs> there's a there's a there was a guy on the uh on the ocean city new jersey boardwalk who was like trying to sell stuff and he was dressed as a pirate and i was going <laughs> as soon as i seen him i was like oh here we go here we go Arr. peg leg pete over here Arr. yeah i don't like pirates oh, God. did i make a good argument do you guys yeah you made a great argument pirates suck I mean, you you described what pirates do and then said that you hate it. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. It makes sense in my mind. So who's your thought? Uh, who's your pick, Brandon? Yeah, Adam Cole or Julia? I think oh, I think Adam Cole. I think uh, watching NXT and him standing with his arms out in an empty warehouse, going, "This is my show. This is my company." <laughs> and shortly after leaving, and then dis- disrespecting the Master Chief. This is Julia by a, a mile here. I gotta go, with Julia. She is by far one of the coolest professional wrestlers on the planet. Nobody can touch how cool she is. 
She could shit herself in a ring, like I've done in this podcast, and she'd still be cooler than anybody else. <laughs> Next up, an actual pirate from Australia, Rhea Ripley, versus Brian Danielson. Do we really need to discuss this? No. Let's put in Rhea Ripley gets through. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to see them both naked. So that ties that part. All right, next up. Um, Shingo Takage versus Roman Reigns. Brandon. Two guys holding down shows that we didn't want to watch very often. Right. But uh, I don't know. I, I don't think anybody had a Shingo Takage cardboard cut out. So this is just Roman off of, off of pure uh, reputation alone. Chris. For me. I'm going with Roman. Easy peasy. I love Shingo. Maybe if maybe if they put on better shows, New Japan, we'd watch more of it. But we stopped watching WWE, but we still know that Roman Reigns fucking rules. All right, last matchup in the Carney Conference, and then we have our Sweet 16. Andrade El Idolo versus CM Punk. Chris, this is a tough one. I love. Well, it's not a tough one. I love Andrade, but he loses all the time. CM Punk, biggest news in wrestling last year. It's CM Punk goes through. Brandon? Yep, Eliolo. Sad to see him go. Happy to watch him leave, you know? Oh, man, we got some big matchups in this next round. Let's get going. Sweet 16 time. Poop Pants Conference. Here we go. Sasha Banks. Versus John Moxley. I'm assuming Chris walked away. Brandon, you're up. Yeah, I don't give uh, no fucks about no Boba Fett, no Mandalorian. I, I, even though I picked against John Moxley in the last round, he's moving on here. Wild thing coming out of the crowd. Big year for him. Yep. Chris, there. Chris is Chris is gone. So you're up, Jim. John Moxley. I think we can probably. John Moxley's throw. <laughs> Uh, null his vote out here. Yeah. Well, he goes for part part Dukes. Let's see how many we can get through while he's taking a shit. (laughs) (laughs) MJF versus Matt Cardona. Who you got, Brandon? Chris, did you just run over, pull your uh, gym shorts down, just like, (sighs) blah! Let me tell you something. I'll go real quick. I have been uh, mistaking the fact that my cardio is really good. Mm Mm-hmm. With the fact that I'm hydrated and they are two totally different things, mm-hmm. and uh, I injured myself being dehydrated, I think last week. So mm-hmm. I've been pounding down the liquids, and uh, it just caught up to me. Sorry. Down, down. Nice. Oh, by the way, John Moxley went through against Sasha. Yeah, Moxley. well, uh, yeah. All right, we'll let you start this one off then, since you're back. MJF versus uh, Matt Cardona. Oh, Matt Cardona, your fairy tale run has ended. Brandon. Yeah, I, I did not think when we laid this out, especially randomized it, that we'd be pushing MJF all the way through to the Elite Eight with the amount of hours we spent trashing him. But I know. Hey, matchups, he man, matchups. And also, that's, you know, that's that's how it is, and that's how it goes. And also how, like, he's won us, kind of won us over in the last two months. It's been good. All right, on to the NFT conference. Adam Page, the current champ, versus Kenny Omega. Omega, the former champ. Brandon, you're up. 
Oh my god. This is uh, a tough one for sort of the wrong reasons here. But I'm going to go with Adam Page just because of the sweet, sweet relief of his victory, removing Vertigo Kenneth from TV for a little bit of time. Chris, good. I'm going to go with uh, Adam Page due to his the fact that he doesn't make me hate him at the sight of his face and the fact that he threw up some LGBTQ support in their last pay-per-view and has been doing it ever since. So, uh, and he trashed Kane. So Murdered there Kane. you go. He destroyed Kane. Yeah. So if we were to vote Good just time. on, uh, internet power, Adam Page fucking destroys Kenny Omega. It's no discussion. Omega's yeah. out there complaining about video games and protecting his rapist friends, holding shows, weird shit like that. Ugh. Adam Page. The only it. memorable, like, Kenny Omega promo from his title run was, to me, was the one that he wasn't in when Don Cal- they went to his house and Don Cowles was just hanging out by his, his painting of his uh, overly juiced nude body. Well, you mean you did the uh, Orange Cassidy? That should have been promo of the year and our uh, best of. Good stuff. Adam Page was on. Next up, Lucha Bros versus Sami Zayn. Brandon. Sammy, you tried your best to have fun, but your boss uh, prevented you from moving on in my mind here, yeah, Lucha yeah. Bros. Chris, you disagree? Sammy, you tried your best to have fun, but the fun is over. <laughs> I go with Lucha Bros. Mr. McMahon called and the party's over. Wouldn't recognize him? Shitting in a trough next to me. Conference. Utami Hayashishita versus Starlight Kid. We have an all-Japanese Sweet 16, or whatever this is, Elite 8. Sweet 16? Sweet 16. Uh, Chris Rowe. Best storyline of the year, probably. Starlight Kid. Brandon? I'm going to go the other way because Jimmy deserves to be the deciding vote <gasps> on this. Oh, no. Yeah, I give you that. I like that. I like that move. This is a very good move. Good move. Put him on the spot. I'm going with Utami. She's the champ for the whole year. She's my favorite. Okay. Yeah. Not the whole Rose thing. She comes out doing new music. I love Starlight Kid. Story was great, but if I was to do storyline wise, Utami's been do- was dominant for most of the year. That's what I'm taking. No, I'm not. I'm taking Starlight Kid. Starlight Kid's awesome. Starlight Kid. Oh my God! You had me oh, torn. God, what a torn. move! You swerved us. Defeat from the hands of victory. You had me torn. Damn it, Utami. I love you, but I'm sure she's listening. Uh, next up, Okada, Kazuchika Okada versus Hiroshi Tanahashi, one one thousand, one in one hundred years talent. Hiroshi Tanahashi. Uh, Chris, you're up, or Brandon, you're up. Yeah, I mean, I, I already tried to kick this fucker out. As much as I like him, I'm going Okada here. Uh, Chris. Chris. This isn't this isn't towel of the year. I, <laughs> I have both out. <laughs> yeah, I can I concur. It's not towel of the year. It's robe of the year. Robe. That's okay. Right. Yep, the champ Okada. Next up, 
Oh boy, here we go. This is some juicy shit. I mean, I kind of know who's going through, but here we go. Stardom superstar, former white belt champ, former tag champ, overall all super sexy lady, Julia versus Brian Danielson. Chris, good. That's a no-brainer for me, Brian Danielson. Brandon? Yeah, I think if Julia was uh, up one bracket, I probably would push her to the final four, but, I I mean, this man just keeps me going, Brian Danielson. Yeah. Most perfect wrestler. Yes. I'll say it again. Here we go. Here's a big one. Roman Reigns versus CM Punk. Brandon, you're up first. Oh God! You got this. See, I feel I feel weird picking Roman Reigns just because I don't watch him as much as I watch CM Punk. Right. And CM Punk's done some fun stuff, but I'm going to do it anyway because there's uh, far too much of CM Punk's time here was just like 10 minute lectures. Right. Chris. I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to go CM Punk only because Roman Reigns, number one, is on a product I don't watch as often. Um, but the other thing is is that just the simple him coming back was such a big fucking deal. Yeah. You know? I mean, besides, I get what you're saying, but, yeah, I'm going to go with CM Punk. That woke me out of an almost dead sleep. I was sick as a dog that day, and I, I made sure I woke up to watch him come back on Rampage. Roman Reigns never made me cry. CM Punk made one single tear come out of my eye. When was that? When he came out. Oh, okay. CM Punk. I shit myself when he came out. I wasn't feeling well. I was like, yeah, Punk. (laughs) All over the Uh, face. My my wife doesn't put the mattress over. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go. Final four. Look in your eyes. (laughs) A little mist onto the, the mattress. Oh, my God. Oh right. my God! Something had to shove it back in my mouth. The elite oh, it's eight. Not pee. <laughs> uh, here we go. John Moxley. Oh yeah, this is the elite eight versus MJF. Chris, good. Mock. Brandon. MJF, it's been real, brother. Mock. Brandon. Yeah, he's met his maker here. This has gone on for too long for him. Preposterous that he would be here. For what he is, what he's been. <laughs> Adam Page versus Lucha Bros. Brandon. I don't know that Adam Page would take out Penta on his own. You add in the high flying maneuvers of Mr. Raymond Phoenix, and and we got a, the other half of our final four. Everybody loves Raymond Phoenix. <laughs> Raymond, what are you doing on the top rope, Raymond? Chris, your turn. <laughs> Who's that supposed to be, his wife or his, his mom? mother. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't believe that Adam Page takes out Penta or, or Raymond. I'm going with Lucha all the way. Lucha bros are through. All right, here we go. Starlight Kid versus Kazuchika Okada. Chris. Yeah, you got to give it to Okada. You put him in any tournament, he ends up in the final four. Brandon, who you got? Yeah, I, I think it's got to be. 
Okada Unless is, you can convince me otherwise, Jim. I'm not going to. Okada is, okay. in my opinion, the best professional wrestler on the planet. Even on an off year in New Japan Pro Wrestling, his top, his big matches were fucking awesome, and he's been great this year, too, from all the stuff I've caught. Brian Danielson versus CM Punk. Brandon. Yeah, this is a tough one. I, you know, I, I, as soon as Chris started talking, I realized I hadn't made a mistake in the last round. CM Punk definitely, you know, probably biggest moment of the year, him coming back. But Daniel Bryan, pipe in the mouth, screaming, wanted him to win so bad. Comes we to AEW. About that. Pipe in the mouth. Yeah. Yep. Brian Danielson for me. Chris. Yeah, I'm going D. Bry all the way. Bright Who's D. that? Who's Bry D? Oh, Bry D. Bry D. Pipe in the mouth is D. Bry. Brian Daniels. A.W. is Bry D. Bry D versus D. Bry. Final four. Here we go. John Moxley versus the Lucha Bros. Chris, here we go. All right. And so this will have an explanation. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Indulge. I will indulge you. This is where we will indulge. Believe it. Nobody's even going to get that reference. So I won't say oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I am going so I you can go as a wrestling fan. I will per, I prefer storyline over wrestling matches. Any day. Uh, Lucha Brothers are so fun to fucking watch. But when it comes to an actual telling a story, I think John Moxley's been better all year. His personal story is more interesting. Uh, as much I hate to do it because I love the Lucha Bros. I love Penta. He's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time right now. Let's go Mock. Because Mock is El Mock is the man. He's been and I talked did nothing but talk shit about him for years. He did. Yeah. Including in the beginning of this year. Yes, I you know, hey, yo. Yo. Yo, mock, mock, mock You're you la- now. Yeah, mock, mocks me. He mocks me in my sleep. <laughs> I go to sleep, his face is just floating. Fat mock or skinny mock? Fiat mock. Fat, drunk, mock. Uh, Brandon? <laughs> I don't know where the fuck we're going with this. Brandon? Um, part of Part of this decision for me is because i feel like john moxley had a bigger year like the prior 12 months as to this month this past 12 months and the lucha bros emotional storyline wise i would counter what chris is saying while i agree with you emotional storyline moment them winning the title with their kids coming out at uh whatever what was that full gear oh that's right with the, with the match of the year that was like oh my god these this really means more to the these guys than I, I had even imagined. And I will kick it over to you for the tiebreaker since I think this matchup warrants all three of us. Oh God, here we go. Okay. So point taken, Brandon. Big moment. They were champs. There were some weird matches where weird stuff happened after that. Um, Ray Phoenix leaves because he injures himself or gets injured. But then you could say like Moxley, you know, he went, he entered a substance abuse program, so he was injured, quote unquote, injured. (sighs) 
Moxley's whole run with Eddie Kingston was awesome, though. But if we were to do storyline-wise, Lucha Bros had the championship, and John Moxley never did, right? Not Ooh. in the in the year of No Marseille, correct? He was not the champ. Am I wrong there? Uh, let's look it up. Yeah, if this is going to be that big of a factor. Yeah. AEW title history. Use, Mar- use March first as the cutoff date of the year of No Marseille. Oh, uh, yeah, so December 2nd, 2020, he gave it up. He lost to Yomiega. Lucha Bros were champs. Mox was not. I'm going with Lucha Bros. Just to add a little spice to our matchups. That's sad. I didn't want to say goodbye to John Moxley, but I'm going to use fake logic. In fake facts, because none of the what about titles titles don't mean shit. If if Moxley uh, was GCW champion, uh, does that? No, no, no one cares. That's not, <laughs> that's not helping his cause. I think Lucha Bros were also AAA champs too. If we want to do that, they were. They lost them to um, FTR, right? FTR wearing green gear. Yeah, the, yeah, the Tortugas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, here we go. The other matchup. Kazuchika Okada, New Japan Pro Wrestling Superstar versus Brian Danielson, the American Dragon. Brandon, you're up first. Another tough one. I think you guys know what I'm doing here. I know what you're doing. This is, I'll, yeah, this is Brian Danielson for me. Um, I know you. Yeah, I don't want to argue with you if you think Okada's a better wrestler. I wouldn't. I wouldn't disagree. Um, but just bigger overall year. It, it wasn't New Japan. That's where Chris, I'm at. Chris, good. Yeah. Um, this isn't difficult for me. Uh, New Japan in general was a complete fucking snorefest all year. Okada had some great matches, but I was more interested in what Brian Danielson was doing on a week-to-week basis. So I'm going to go Brian Danielson. I'm with you, too. No disagreement there. I love Kazuchi Okada, and it felt like everything was right with the world in New Japan. But as with every year... In New Japan, whether it's open or closed, the beginning of the new year after Wrestle Kingdom usually is kind of snooze fest as we work through to get to New Japan Cup. Now, New Japan Cup's happening. A couple of things have happened that were fun. I've watched a bunch of it on my treadmill, on the treadmill. So uh, come uh, whatever next year is after the year of uh, Total Annihilation, maybe we'll get the year of Total Redemption, and maybe Okada will win when we do this next year. If we do it next year. But Brian Danielson's there. We got the final. Here we go. Lucha Bros versus Danielson. Honestly, I don't think we're going to have much to argue about here, but we can talk about it. Chris, go ahead. I don't have anything to say. I think it's pretty, you know, I think Danielson by a uh, landslide. It's UNLV Duke. Yeah. Uh, 80s, late 80s, early 90s basketball reference in case you're. Not old enough, then. Yeah. Jerry Tarkanian. Tark the Shark. Tark. Grandmama. Grandmama. Grandmama, yep. Larry, Larry Johnson. Uh-huh. Do you know my grandmama? I once was an old lady who lived in a shoe. She played so much basketball, she didn't know what to do. <laughs> Remember that? Fucking one of the greatest ads yeah, of all time. Great. Yeah, Brandon. I heard some crazy shit about Jerry Tarkanian, because now that Showtime Lakers 
series is coming out on HBO hmm. that they tried to hire him. This is completely off topic. They That's tried okay. to hire him to coach the Showtime Lakers, and someone in Las Vegas murdered his like agent slash best friend. Oh my god! <laughs> like really? almost as like a threat to like you're not fucking leaving. No shit. So who you picked? I thought was <laughs> yeah, Jerry Tark Jerry Dark, Tarkanian. Sure. Jerry Darkady with the win. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm taking Danielson, and I think the, the you know surprising part about this is that I don't even think that this was the best of them. I think he, he has potential to go even beyond these past twelve months. Right. I um. Yeah, there's not much to discuss here. Brian Danielson, he is our overall winner, according to us, the best professional wrestler. I don't know what the criteria. <laughs> There's none. <laughs> There's none. And if you disagree, hey man, make your own podcast. You can talk about it. Bet you won't be as funny as our poop talk. So Brian Danielson wins. Any final thoughts, Brandon? No, I almost feel guilty because I mean, as soon as it started, I'm like, I'm fucking picking Brian Danielson. So I hope I didn't, I didn't sway any of you, uh, your votes. I don't think I did though. No, didn't, didn't sway me at all. Chris. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I actually didn't even think about it. And then when we looked at this thing, and I think it was pretty obvious Brian Danielson was going to be the guy. Yeah. Or was there him. anyone in here that you could have, that he didn't match up against, that you thought could have won and been in a different slate? I don't think so. Uh, no. No. I think the only, I don't know. If we watched more WWE, maybe one of the women champs, because their women's division is really good, could have made it to the Final Four. Um, like if you, you know, listeners at home, if you've been listening from the beginning, we're not as high on Kenny Omega as some people are that watch AEW every week. So, you know, if this was 20, I don't know, 2016, would it be Kenny Omega going through here? Who knows? Kenny Omega. Probably. Yeah. It kind of opens up like the idea that if we were to do this again next year, we could have Okada versus Danielson in the final, or Okada winning, or Kenny Omega comes back and has an amazing year, or MJF yeah. fulfills his potential as a young talent, and he just dominates. You know what I mean? There's a no J, no Jay White, no Kota Ibushi in the bracket. Right, not at all. They're guys that are missing. Um, uh, Julia might go work for WWE. All of a sudden, she's a top of fucking. You know what I mean? Like, there's all kinds of possibilities. That'd be insane. Of course, when one of my favorites from Stardom goes and works for WWE, they just disappear off my radar. <laughs> I don't watch them anymore. So I don't watch WWE, and it's sad, but whatever. You never know, man. But this was fun. I think this is fun. I think we should do this again. We should do more stuff like this. You guys agree, Brandon? Yes, definitely. Chris? Yes, excellent. Yeah. Instead of rehashing what happened on uh, Rampage and episode number four thirty one. What did you Dynamo. think about what you saw that you just watched? <laughs> That you, we all just watched. Yeah. <laughs> and then it steers into a shit conversation. Yeah, about pooping. It's more fun sometimes than the wrestling. All right. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, we will be back next week for uh, our usual setup, recaps, stuff like that, poop conversations, giant troughs, shitting next to somebody in the trough not knowing their name, all <laughs> kinds of stuff like that. NFT talk, all kinds of NFT talk. <laughs> WWE, WWE, um, they have NFTs. It's called WWE Moon Salts. You can buy their NFTs. There you go. Everybody Don't buy them. those. <laughs> but the fact buy that mine. it was Don't buy those. Shitting into a trough. 
It's just hilarious. Like, I, where the hell did that come from? That you guys would I don't, turning around and just blasting into it. I don't know. I don't listen. I didn't want to say this because it's much better that way. But I don't think I said he was shit next to me. I think I said he was pissing next no, to me. No, you did not. You said shit. You definitely said shit. I meant to say pissing, but yes. shitting came out. Okay. But it also right. works because didn't Brandon shit in a trough once down in the Carolinas? <laughs> yeah, I did it. Big, there you go. At big times in Morgantown, West Virginia. <laughs> If you're ever in big ties in Morgantown, West Virginia, go check out the trough. Take a shit in it and email Brandon. Take a picture. They're pretty nice to me, all things considered. Take a picture and send it to Sami Zayn. All right, thanks for joining us this week. Enjoy us here every week at Wrestling is Hard. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Hard Number Four Wrestling. Subscribe and follow. Tell your friends. And for Brandon and Chris, I am Jim, and we will be back here next week. 